Blog Talk Radio. The Dr. Trevisha Williams Show. From Courtney Kardashian to Adele, Miranda Kerr, Evan Spiegel, Tom Brady, Gwyneth Paltrow, and more, several celebrities, stars, and music artists are aware of the health risk and have taken action to reduce their exposure to this growing threat to humanity. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Teresa Williams, host of the Strong Life Show. Thank you for joining me for today's broadcast. I am talking about something very new. I'm starting a new series called Something Else is in the Air, as if we have not already experienced um, so much uh, from COVID. Uh, But this is something else that's in the air. It's been in And so I have got with me today a special guest that I'm going to be, um, I've I've invited to help us understand how this uh, invisible side of technology is affecting human health. Her name is Kathy Cook, and she is an EMF expert as well as um, a building biology uh, biologist. Um, and a host of other things that are all good things for humanity. So welcome to the show, Kathy. Welcome to the show, Kathy. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Williams. It's excellent to be here with you today. Fantastic. Well, you heard me uh, talk about a little bit about the um, invisible side of technology, and uh, because it's invisible, I'm really, uh, I'm really on this. The the the, the fact that it's invisible uh, is what escapes so many people. And it's it, you know, I often tell, times tell people it's like COVID nineteen. It was invisible. It is invisible. Yet it had a serious impact on the world. Um, now over 500,000 people are no longer on the planet because of it um, just since last year. And so it speaks volumes for the world of the invisible world that we are surrounded by uh, and how the negative, the, the negative impacts of that world, um, how, just how serious those, uh, that impact is. And so I wanted you to come on and kind of share your story about how EMF, which is the electromagnetic field, uh, which we're all surrounded by, we just can't see them, um, we're electromagnetic beings because our bodies are interact with the environment. Um, our bodies um, have small uh, microcurrents running through them, um, and that makes electromagnetic beings. That's how we're, in, we're able to um, interact with the sun and benefit from the sun. the sun. We can also be horned by the sun. Uh, the, the you know if we stay out there too long if we are we are exposed uh, excessively exposed to the sun's radiation and so we've got what we call EMF uh, man-made EMF that we're surrounded by that is emitted by technology and um, our cell phones and our appliances a lot of things in our home and and, and at work and even in shopping centers we're we're bombarded by by it everywhere so. 
again, I want you to share a little bit about yourself, your story, your personal story, and how you got into the field of electromagnetic radiation. Sure, yeah. Well, happy to talk about that. Um, and, you know, you're exactly right that uh, the challenge here is that this, we can't see this, we can't hear it, we can't feel it. Well, many people can feel it. Uh, you know, we can't taste yeah. it. So it's elusive because it's invisible. And so I, in my health journey, I, I so I suffered from um, chronic health challenges since I was a kid. Uh, and that all happened with a tick bite when I was 12. And then, you know, a similar story that many of us have, I tried to get a lot of answers for decades and uh, couldn't get a lot of answers from the conventional medical system. Um, so when I was in my mid thirties, I began to study nutrition. Well, I, I had studied everything health related that I could for most of my life trying to find answers. And then I decided to make a career out of it. So in my mid thirties, I enrolled in a nutrition therapy course. And uh, at about 2015, I um, probably felt worse than I had ever uh, up to that point. And I was doing everything right. I was a nutritionist. My diet was excellent. My stress, you know, I was managing my stress. I was exercising while I was doing all the things we're supposed to do. But I just couldn't get a handle on my anxiety, my insomnia, the severe tinnitus I had, headaches, um, fatigue, just these symptoms that I, I could not understand why I couldn't figure them out. And so in my research, I kept coming to this field of EMFs, but it was so over my head and just so out of my realm of understanding that I kept ignoring it. And mm -hmm. this was, I mean, I probably, the first time I heard about the topic was probably around 2004. So a good 10 years prior, I just ignored it. Um, finally, I became so desperate in 2015, I had spent probably two weeks with maybe two, maybe three hours of sleep a night. And I just, I, I had to do something. Mm -hmm. So I understood enough about the topic that um, I knew that I could turn off my phone, put it away, unplug my Wi-Fi for a week and just do a trial, see what happened. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I did that. Um, and within about three days, the severe tinnitus in my left ear was completely gone. My sleep was mm -hmm. dramatically better. My anxiety started to lift. I mean, everything changed. It was, it was the most dramatic um, change that I had experienced so quickly that I knew immediately I had to know everything about it. And if I was going to continue to help my clients, then I had to know about this field as well. So that's where I just said, I'm, I'm enrolling. I just went all in and said, I'm going to become certified in this because we need people to do it. And it's just that important. Absolutely. And it's interesting that you said that if you have the tinnitus in your left ear, that's the same experience that I've had for a number of years. And uh, it was about 2015. Was that the, is that the year? <laughs> uh, 2015. Mm -hmm. uh, I heard you, you talk about 2015. Uh, when I sat down, I pulled up a chair, and I just started digging into research. I'm going, this is this is environmental. I knew immediately this is environmental. I've been dealing with it for years, but it got so severe that I decided to start doing research about it because I knew it was external. It wasn't something happening internally. And so that's mm -hmm. when I started doing my research, and I was blown away. 
Um, and yeah. so you're right. I, I, I too, uh, I would chime in with my own personal story. I too started shutting things down and I, it didn't take long to make the connection that it was, it was environmental. Right. It was, it was, it was the electricity and, and the, the, the EMF built in my home. Um, and then even, you know, abroad, um, I still, still am mm-hmm. cautious. I'm out and about, but uh, we are electromagnetic beings, and I want to remove the stigma related to people who are coming forth with their stories and talking about it. And, you know, you see all kinds of stories on the Internet about people being allergic to electricity and this and that and the other, and I, I, that's ignorance. It, the, you know, it yeah. really boils down to excessive exposure, and I don't care who you are. If you're a mouse on the ground, if you are excessively exposed to electromagnetic fields, you are going to experience adverse symptoms. And they are numerous. <laughs> they are, the list yep. is long of symptoms that yep. people, I mean, this is stuff that mimics a lot of things that people, you know, are taking, you know, things for. I'll put it that way. They are, yeah, you know, they're being medicated absolutely. for. They're being medicated for. They're being all kinds of. They're being treated for it. Uh, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. It, 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 but it, 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 I have found that it is related to environmental electromagnetic fields that are so excessive, so extreme that they are a human body. Um, so I wanted to chime in with my own personal story because this is really the first time I've, I've gone public with my own personal story about the tinnitus mm-hmm. and sleep disturbances, and and I've, I've I've just I'm in I'm enthralled with this with this topic because I see what a major problem it is. Um, we had power outs here in Texas was a couple of weeks ago from the winter storm. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm the sole caretaker of my sister who has, was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis a few years ago. And she, uh, when the power was out, her mobility improved, her symptoms wow. dissipated. She felt stronger. She felt better. It was mm. amazing. And I said, there you go. <laughs> there you have it. You yeah. know, it's not hard to connect these dots. Um, so you, 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 your personal story led you to become certified um, as an EMF a specialist or expert, uh, as well as a building biologist, which a lot of people have never heard of before. So I'd like you to talk about that a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah, great question. So um, the field of building biology is really fascinating. And what a building biologist does is assess a home or a workspace, any building really, for things that could be causing health problems. So that could be chemical exposure, uh, mold, poor ventilation, and of course, EMF. And um, the field started in Germany after Mm -hmm. World War II, uh, because after the war in Germany, just like in the U.S., we had this surplus of chemicals left over after the war. And so instead of just getting rid of them, we decided to put them into our building materials. And then what, what, some German um, practitioners found was that all, uh, many of their soldiers were getting sick after they came home from the war because they were promised homes, just like we did in the U.S. And they used these new building materials and they wrapped them tightly to make them more energy efficient. And so they trapped all of these chemicals inside this box and people were living in them. And lo and behold, they got sick. So mm. that's how the field 
began, and then a chapter came over to the U.S. in the 80s, and uh, shortly after that, unfortunately, we had to add this whole other section of EMS uh, because there was more awareness around it when we started to um, increase our exposure. And now, it's pro- I mean, in addition to the mold and chemicals, which is very important, most of us are, are you know, dealing with the EMF issue because it's just exploding. Our exposure is off the charts. So, so many people experiencing these adverse health effects from it. Absolutely. And I talk about the importance of, of integrative health and um, treating the whole person, meaning, you know, the, the, including the environment, you know, because that's, that's a big factor that people oftentimes overlook when it comes to health. They overlook environmental factors, um, which is a serious or significant uh, factor, and so how do you um, help people in that regard? How do you? Uh, what is your approach? Mm-hmm. Um, well, when I work with someone, um, I'm I'm addressing all of it. So you know, we have to have diet dialed in, of course. We have to mitigate stress. Must 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 <laughs> mitigate stress, um, and we have to address the environment. So. When I, you know, people who are local or I travel to do assessments too, I will do in their home a full visual assessment for air, for air quality. We might run a, a sample um, to capture the volatile organic chemicals, um, or I'm sorry, the volatile organic compounds, the chemicals, in other words. And we might um, run a, a test like that to see what they're exposed to as far as chemicals go. We might do some mold samples. Uh, you know, a good visual assessment is really what's most important to see what we can see, to see what the ventilation looks like, to see what the duct system works, you know. Um, so, so we do an air quality assessment that way. And then I do a full EMF assessment, which, you know, I've got many thousands of dollars worth of meters that I'm going to look at the radio frequency fields, the magnetic fields, the electric fields, and the dirty electricity. I'm going to identify every single source of exposure and either remove it, unplug it, shield it, move it to another part of the house, uh, fix it. You know, if there's a wiring error, whatever we find, we got to, we got to fix it so that we can reduce the person's exposure, anyone in the home, we reduce their exposure. Um, So that's the environmental piece. And there, to some extent, we can do that remotely. Um, there's many things that we can do remotely, and I actually definitely suggest that everybody has their own meter so that they can mm-hmm. understand on their own what's going on. And, you know, things change, too. So I go and do an assessment in someone's home, and we mitigate everything, but then they'll call me a month later and say, hey, there's this new cell tower that just popped up. Now what do I do? Well, it's important mm-hmm. for them to have a meter so that they can, okay, you know, take your meter, let's, let's test. Maybe you're getting a big exposure from that. Maybe you're not. Um, so, right. so people need to be, to, you know, have some control over that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, so that's how I do the environmental piece. And then, you know, uh, the traditional, uh, you know, health. Um, yeah. Dialing, yeah. Diet and exercise and movement and yeah, et cetera. Right. 
very important. But the piece, and I think people understand that they may not, you know, have the program uh, as of as of right now, but they do understand the health and diet piece of of mm-hmm. you know feeling good and performing well, uh, right. productivity. Right. Uh, uh, but very few people know about the environmental piece, and so that's mm-hmm. why I'm really because it's it's such a big deal and and I've experienced so much and I've read so much I've researched so much about it and um, I've connected the dots and so there's this big need of awareness about the environmental piece and what EMF is electromagnetic fields are how they interact with the body and how that leads to uh, wellness issues um, performance and productive productivity issues um, and, and a host of other things. And so I, that's the reason that I wanted to do this series. I'll be, you know, I've, I've, I've got some more experts that I've interviewed that I'm, uh, I'll be um, going live with um, next week. Uh, but it's, uh, it's a big deal. And I, I don't want people to be caught up or guard like they were with COVID awareness. People can be, can, can be educated and start, you know, be empowered to take action, like you were saying, have their own meters. I just invested in, like, uh, the Stetzer Graham, I believe it is, uh, meter. You can plug it Mm -hmm. into the wall. Yeah, you can plug it into the wall, and it tells you what the currents are, you know, what the EMF fields are, um, which is really nice. Um, And so when I saw it was, you know, teetering between, 60 and almost 2,000, and some of it was over 2,000. Mm. Wow, these are alternating mm. currents that are going through your outlets um, that are interfering with your body's um, electrical mm-hmm. field. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's so why. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that people have no clue that that's what's going on. Right. And so, um, you know, to be able to look, see that, you know, see the, see the numbers yourself, so you're not guessing, you, you, you know, you got the science to, to, to yep. verify that you, you are overly exposed. Um, it really makes a big difference and it makes you, you know, know that you've got to take action to protect your, your body and protect your, your, your family's life, your, your family's body um, because your, you know, your health is your wealth. And so um, if you, you know, start looking at things, other things, it's amazing how much better you feel. I mean, how much better you, how much better you sleep and how much more energy mm-hmm. you have. It is, it is, I can't even. <laughs> it is. Well, yep. I agree. <laughs> Absolutely. And you and I were talking about, you know, we we're chatting about this before going on air about the cell phones. I literally power mine out off. It has been an adjustment. It has not happened overnight. <laughs> Um, it mm-hmm. hasn't, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. when I, the more I found out about this, the more I realized I was being affected by it, the more I knew I had to power things off. And so I power my phone off if I am not using it. And, uh, I don't care if it's an inconvenience that people have to message me and say, Hey, I'm, I'm trying to call you. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that is fine by me. You know, it's, um, it's, it's one of these things that I've just decided that it's, it's my norm now. It's, it's something that is important to my health and to my, to my uh, productivity, my, my everything. And so I power it off. And, um, and, and if I have to have it on, it's in airplane mode. 
And so um, uh, the expert I will I'll be interviewing next uh, that I have an interview with for next week will uh, engineer talking about, you know, even in uh, powered off mode. Oh, my. <laughs> Can't wait to, oh, to hear that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So um, I am so happy that you were able to join me and, and just help to shed some light on the topic. Uh, it's it's something that people are not going to be able to wrap their heads around within, a, you know, a, a podcast uh, episode. But a little by little, this information, you know, being exposed to it, it starts to sink in, you know. Um, it's like the information about cell phone radiation and, you know, uh, people hearing about it over and over and over again. It probably starts to, you know, hey, maybe I need to be a little bit more, you know, careful about my usage. And it's about we're not going to get rid of technology. That's not what my series is about. It's about using it safely. It's about mitigating your exposure, and it's about understanding the issue. Yep, that's exactly right. And uh, I'm so grateful for you to bring this conversation forward because it is about raising awareness. I mean, you know, I, it's difficult sometimes to have this conversation because we fear that people are going to think we're crazy Weird. and that, you know, oh, no, it's crazy. It, it, yeah, yeah. No, but it, the, the problem is crazy, <laughs> not the people. It, that's you right. Know, the problem well, is crazy. Yep. That's exactly right. I, I'm glad you said that because that's people say to me, they, you know, my critics may say, you're so extreme because I turn my breakers off at night to my bedroom and I don't use a cell phone. Like, that's so extreme. Yeah, and, and I I, my reply that. to them is, <laughs> if, you know, think, think 100 years ago. If we said to our grandparents who were born in 1900 that this is the way that we were going to live in 2020, that would be extreme, right? They would say, right, right. The way that you are living is unbelievably extreme, and they would want no part of it, which is right. Right. So. right. Exactly. The whole reason that I'm going to keep talking about it, I'm going to be a big part of, of moving this conversation forward um, because I know how to frame this to where people get it. I mean, it's as simple as sun exposure people understand that concept they are familiar with it it's the same thing we that the sun radiates electromagnetic fields we interact with those fields so it's the same thing with man-made electromagnetic fields is that we can't see it <laughs> we can see the sun we yeah. can't see the rays from the right. sun we can't see the radiation but we can see the sun and so that because because it's out of sight, it tends to be out of mind when it comes to man-made radiation uh, from technology and appliances and electricity in our homes and abroad at work. It's everywhere. Um, so I want to raise the you know make the invisible visible uh, because it's affecting everybody. You know whether they are aware of it or not, it is affecting them uh, on some level. You know some it's affecting more than others. And it has to do with the level of exposure, you know, if it's, if it's excessive or not. Uh, if, and it, if it is excessive enough, research shows, um, it will adverse effects. This is as simple as that. And so people tend yep. to shy away from something that they are not experiencing personally. Um, they're not, they, they've never heard of it before, so it's, 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 uh, it's a, you know, off topic for them. 
Uh, but I think that this, I know that the more that people hear about it and, and the way that they hear about it, it will sensitize them to at least the terms. And it will raise an awareness, uh, you know, about it being an issue. I, I named those celebrities at the top of the, the show to, to, you know, disclose there are celebrities that are aware of this, that are mm. taking action. <laughs> um, I mm-hmm. interviewed uh, or had a conversation with uh, a legendary music artist um, who the daughter, well, his, his daughter, rather, um, who mm-hmm. is being a, a, a mouthpiece, a sounding, you know, a, she's, she's doing a great job of talking about it. And she's done a lot of research herself because she was personally affected. And there was something mm-hmm. called, there's a, uh, there's a condition called electro uh, sensitivity, uh, hypersensitivity, uh, which a lot of people never heard of before. Um, and so you see all these crazy things on the internet, like you know, this, this person's allergic to electricity. I, I, I would say it's not about being allergic. It's about being overly exposed. And so I, I, de- I definitely feel the need, the dire need for this very, very important conversation. And having people on like yourself uh, that have had not only a personal experience, but you're a professional in the field now um, that's helping other people understand it and uh, mitigate their exposure because mm-hmm. again i like i said we're not going to get rid of technology that's not what this is about it's about understanding what we're using and mitigating the effects yep that's exactly right and um practicing better habits as well and and understanding that there are ways that you can still be connected without using devices that emit large amounts of this emf exposure so, you know, I think that's a really important piece is to give people the tools to stay connected while reducing the fields that they're exposed to. I love it. Well said, Kathy. And um, I really appreciate your being on the show today. I have got a link to your website. Um, you can, uh, the listening audience can learn more about you at your website so they can link, uh, go to the the podcast and um, and click on the link to whole home and body health and learn a lot more about you and I think you even offer virtual uh, virtual uh, cons- consultations which is really nice for people who are not in your immediate area so um, I encourage everybody to visit your website um, again whole um, home and body health.com. Uh, to connect with Kathy Cook for a consultation um, and learn more about the world around you, the invisible world around you, because it really is affecting you. Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Williams. I'm so happy to connect with you, and thank you so much for raising awareness about this critical topic. Absolutely. You have a great rest of your day. (laughs) You too. Well, that is it for today's show, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. I'm sorry for the technical difficulties uh, early on in the broadcast, but I hope that you you hung in there and you st- stuck around to learn more about this crucial, crucial topic that uh, more and more people are finding out about, more and more people are complaining about. And, um, you know, I'm all, I've always been about empowering you to – take action and take control of your, uh, your, 
life, your health, your success, um, because your the way you feel affects the way you perform. So until next time, everybody, continue to, um, you know, just pay attention to what's going on around you and, um, and you know, give a listening ear to even the, some of the new conversations that you're hearing because they are, uh, this is a growing uh, problem that is affecting society. Um, until next time, goodbye, everybody.